0: Welcome to the internet, live from the Marriott Library at the University of Utah in the world's least a- basement somewhere in the Logan metropolitan area, this is the Red Line Podcast. I'm your host, quote, Slurm Joyer, unquote, Dunstan, and these are
1: my co-hosts. Kyle, quote, dark, um, unventilated room enjoyer, close quote, Holland, and...
2: Alex, quote, I love when co host comes back end quote fielder <laughs> today we're discussing all the transit things that have happened in the time we were away uh in utah and other assorted places that we care about but mostly utah um all this after the news
1: uh, ronda
0: sanctimonious aka meatball ron aka ronda De F-slur, aka um Tiny Ron, uh, a.k.a. I, I'm running out of things here, guys. You have to supply some.
1: I've been mentally blocking these out for a while, so I'm, I'm leaning on you.
0: Meatball Ron. Okay, well, he was our favorite presidential candidate on this podcast. We were going to endorse him. <coughs> uh, <laughs> and and now he's dropped out. Good freaking riddance. Yes. Yeah, so now we just get Nikki Haley or Donald Trump instead.
1: And we know who's going to win. So what's the matter?
2: Jove. I, I thought I thought Nikki Haley dropped out as well.
0: Did she? I didn't really? see that. Let me look. I they, didn't know
1: they dropped out this fast. When's the actual like primary, primary?
0: Well, when you get hit that hard in the beginning, no, she didn't drop out yet. She didn't. There's kind of some misinformation.
2: Hmm. Well, here. she probably she will at some point. I don't just know. I think she time. wants
0: to pull a. I think she wants to pull a Bernie 2016 and kind of fight it out to the end, even though she knows she's going to lose, but...
1: I mean, don't degrade Bernie like that, but... That.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true, but, you know. Um, also, uh, this is the, the, the front page news item in Mass Transit Magazine this week. Uh, pace has electric buses now.
1: What's Pace?
0: The Suburban Transit for Chicago.
1: Oh, okay. Well, good for them, I guess.
0: Yeah. So uh, hmm. this has been the news. Uh good riddance to Rhonda F <laughs> <laughs> Do,
1: do, do, do,
2: do.
0: Okay, item number one. Uh ridership recovery. Really freaking good. Whoa. As of December. Um buses are Literally at like ninety-five percent of pre-pandemic. That's cool, and we
1: didn't even try.
0: Yeah, uh, tracks is.
1: <laughs> We've is, actually cut service, haven't we?
0: We have actually cut service
1: on on like net. I I, I haven't like added up all the service no, hours. All the
0: fast it. buses are gone, which was a lot of service. Oh, that's
1: true, and the ski buses, and um the efficiency and coverage oriented um rearrangements at the north end of the valley.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, also, Trax is doing really good all of a sudden, um, and I don't know why. Well, for now,
1: you've seen how frequent it's having mechanical issues. That's a good way to shake trust in your commuters.
0: This is true. Uh, The point being that Trax December ridership uh, record for this year broke last year's ridership record overall in August. So, that's pretty good.
1: That is good. And
0: it has been, for the last four months, above 2022 ridership levels, which is something we like to see, given that it was below it for a long time.
2: Whoa. Yeah, very
0: exciting. Uh, OGX continuing to outperform. Whoa. Yeah, that's all Sweet. I got on that one.
1: What's OGX at for daily rides now?
0: About 3,000.
1: Oh, that's pretty good.
0: For a Burt.
1: I still feel like it would work about the same without the road widening section. Well. But what would I know?
0: Look, you're not UDOT. You don't know how to spend a trillion dollars doing nothing, okay? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Um, this brings us to the actually interesting thing that has happened since we were gone, <laughs> which is that UDOT has finally decided to not be stupid and build light rail around Point of the Mountain. However, they have, of course, decided to do it in the stupidest possible way.
1: Oh, my God. Are they doing the, the point bus alignment, but it's got a train on it?
0: So the idea is, um, so, you know, there's this lovely already UTA-owned rail corridor that kind of makes a little circle through the bottom of Draper and then goes south into Lehigh area. A right? very,
1: very broad circle. Not a little circle at all. Like, you could probably do the whole thing at full track speed
0: yeah yeah it's a very broad circle it's great great little piece of legacy infrastructure the uta and i must emphasize this again because it is important already owns
1: and it's got some nice ass bridges that were rebuilt i think only like 40 or 50 years ago this is
0: correct so you'd only have to build one bridge in a lot of places instead of a bridge for each track yeah um so but they they have this corridor right and so you would think oh we want to take light rail to utah county the blue lines and the blue line ends here, and there is this trackage that we already own all the way to Lehigh. Uh,
1: what if we put the train on it?
0: What if we put the train on it? What <laughs> if we just you know put up some wires and an extra track and uh, put the train on it? Um, but the uh, d- brilliant eggheads of UDOT have come up with a better solution, and by better I mean extremely stupid. Um,
1: <laughs> they are, for context, very concerned about the state legislature's pet development project, The Point, which would be a master
2: plan... You should plans, read both of
0: those words in capitals, by the way, and put an E at the end so it sounds fancier. I don't the think Point. there's actually an E. I know, but like it, it sells the impression of how it's being treated. Yeah, they
1: should have put an E. <laughs> Anyways, but it's supposed to be this giant master plan to housing and retail. It'll be quote, community, unquote. I
0: think they want to replace downtown Salt Lake City because it's too liberal is what <laughs> they're trying to do. <laughs> they're trying to, to make conservative downtown. This is my conspiracy downtown. theory. They're trying to make conservative downtown. Oh,
2: great. Anyways,
1: but they want to put that on top of some land they own from where the state prison used to be, and it's kind of in not a great place. It's very far away from existing centers of population and, and employment.
0: And everything else
1: and everything else. And in terms of transportation, it's put on the part of the uh, freeway network that is continually under some of the most stress in the system, if they wanted to go the car transportation route, and it is off of the current light rail network, if they want to go that route. So anyways, they got this whole thing, state legislatures forking over the money, they want to make it happen, for better, for worse. Um, And... You know, it's 2024, so we got to have mass transit just because we got to have mass transit, right? <laughs> Not because we need to serve the transportation yeah, needs of our nobody
0: needs to move with the mass transit. It's just there for it's, funsies, it's, it's which just... is why they have come up with a brilliant line. Instead of using the already existing right-of-way and building, I don't know, a pedestrian bridge to connect it to... The Point trademark. Because
1: the existing right-of-way does not go through the Point property. It no, just it's just... goes literally right A hundred feet to it. from it, yeah, across yeah. the freeway. It just um, basically touches one edge.
0: Yeah, this has, you know, never been a thing that has happened before. Cough, cough, Fort Douglas Station, cough, cough. Um, mm. But, so they have decided this, in their geniusness to build a line going from Draper Front Runner Station, i.e. the middle of fucking nowhere, to Traverse Mountain Mall, i.e. the little middle of fucking nowhere that does not connect to anything except the point and Draper front runner Station.
1: The literal only benefit of this alignment is it goes through the point instead of next to the point.
0: Right. The downsides
1: are everything else, including cost, um, alignment speed, because it's going to be a real janky alignment because they're not using Legacy Corridor um, ridership because it doesn't go anywhere oh, you useful. you want to hear what
0: the projected ridership is on Three. opening day? I have it right here. I have the thing.
1: Three, and they're all They us. are
0: expecting by 2030, 1,600... They are expecting an S-line number of riders what? on this thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> 1,660 riders per day, and by 2050, uh, 4,300
1: riders. That's nothing compared to the amount of housing they want to put on Well, and higher. also
0: considering that they're spending a billion dollars on it versus the S-line, what? $60 million, I think it's a little more difficult. What are they years. on?
2: Cocaine. I, I, I'm convinced that they just propose ideas like that, and they build them just so they can be like, oh, look, it's light rail. No one's going to ride it. Why should we build any more?
0: It makes you know no what?
2: sense. It's it's so dumb.
0: It is quite dumb. And, you know, they could, in fact, um, bring down the costs of this by doing something that would be very simple, but they have decided Living not to do Draper for a runner? No. So, so... This corridor, right, there were initial, uh, initially ideas to use the Blue Line Corridor for a, quote, non-revenue connector uh-huh. so that they would not have to build an entire new maintenance facility for this 10-mile little stub of a line.
1: Because it would be literally... I think... I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm assuming it would be literally cheaper to just build a connecting track along that rail corridor to the rest of the Blue Line system...
0: Correct. ...than it
1: would be to set up all the new maintenance and equipment. This is correct. But instead of doing that, because...
0: so. But they are afraid that if they build that track, people will demand a reasonable service pattern. The contractor <laughs> actually
1: put this in the study document as a liability. As a liability, yeah.
0: That the people will demand a reasonable service pattern where you can connect from the blue line to the point line or whatever we're calling it. And uh, so, instead of building that, we're going to spend even more money to build a non-revenue connector, and then someday maybe extend the blue line to meet it. <laughs>
1: Honestly, if nice. we built the non-revenue connector, this would not be the worst tra- prod- project ever.
0: I mean, it would be one of the
1: worst One projects. of. Because the other issue here is they continue to re- refuse to move Draper Frontrunner Station, which is uh, yes. currently in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's got a lot of nice, huge, well-maintained parking lots. And office which buildings. really make a place feel like home. Um, <laughs> but it's not next to anything that anybody's going to use Frontrunner to get to. However, um the frontrunner tracks pass right next to the other edge of the point, opposite tracks. So if they just remove the old station, build a new one a bit farther south, move the flippin' park and ride garage, then bam, you can run a shuttle service back back and forth between frontrunner and tracks and then get all the connectivity you want.
0: Yes, and here's the other thing. Um, you should not have commuter rail stations spaced a mile apart. Oh yeah, because three what in a row because it's going to be South Jordan one mile, Draper one mile.
1: No, you're thinking what the contractor is thinking, which is you can't just blow up old Draper front runner. Yes, you can. Exactly, but the contractor <laughs> thinks he can't. So what they think you ha- we would have to UDOT would have to do is build a second station, have two of them right next to each other, and also fuck up the meets and passes on the entire system, quote necessitating unquote a bunch of new double tracking, which
0: they're building anyway. Shut. They're double tracking all the way from the. um,
1: Shut up. We're trying to shoot down rail projects right now. They're
0: double tracking basically all the way from the Narrows to Draper Front Runner, so this would affect absolutely nothing with the Front Runner Forward project.
1: I think that would. I think it would still be a problem if they had both stations, because it really does screw over the whole thing. It would be a problem if they had both stations. But if they just just have one station, they would have no problems, and actually the Draper Meet and Pass would be better, wouldn't it?
0: Uh. Eh.
1: A wash is a great outcome here.
0: As a person who has spent a lot of time sitting in Draper waiting for a southbound train to pass, uh, eh. there would be a. Uh.
1: Anyways, but you could you could just move the move the station. It's like
0: the the sponge bombing. We'll take it and we'll push it over there. And you
1: could provide this crazy thing called functional bus service to connect the relocated station with other areas around it, including the former station site. Shocking.
2: If they were that bothered about it, couldn't they also just have a streetcar go from the extended <laughs> blue line to the new relocated frontrunner station?
0: Yeah, that's personally what I would do. That would actually that's be actually pretty That's actually a good idea. This is a correct use of a streetcar. And
1: the streetcar could also <laughs> replace their... Varying. Oh, they're autonomous, they're autonomous shuttles, yes, that they want to do. So instead of having an autonomous shuttle autonomous pod car shuttle running in a loop and connecting from nothing to nothing around the point, they could have a streetcar that runs from transit hub to transit hub through the point that would actually pull numbers. Concept. So they Well
2: with with a streetcar, you can have the the beautiful grassed-up rails that everyone seems to go on. Oh, yeah, they could, Pe- people they could would love do that.
0: grass tracks.
2: Grassy yeah. slime. This, is, this is how you
0: build conservative downtown is with grassy slime. Uh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I am... Sec- <laughs> <laughs> um, although I will say that, that I consider this an unabashedly positive development, uh, no matter what. I, I understand the alignment is very stupid. I know that. Um, but the however, housing part of it well the housing is great the housing is going to happen re- regardless of whether they built the line and we need it but the fact that they are choosing light rail instead of BRT oh, now oh my is quite a good thing yeah, and I've, I can go off on why for a minute if well, anybody
1: to, to start I've been repressing the memory that they were for some time con- seriously considering paving the beautiful legacy rail corridor that
0: to build continues a along way? the blue yes, line yes. to
1: build a bus which is the stupidest waste of money ever (laughs) and Whale Corridor.
0: I am, however, oh, I will say before we move on to the thing I want to talk about next, I'm a big fan of the station that they have named Gravel Pit Station parentheses, future, close parentheses, because they're planning to build a big re- redevelopment in the old Draper gravel pit oh, once it runs amazing. out.
2: Oh, that's
1: amazing. I,
0: I do hope that they just name that station Gravel Pit. They
1: should. <laughs> that would be very much in UTA spirit.
0: This is the blue line train to Gravel Pit. You know what they
1: might do? Is rename is name the development Gravel Pit, or The Gravel Pit, or the Gravel P-I-T-T-E. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Gravel pit ye gravel pit they might they <laughs> i would might. i would rather be a fan of that
2: do it, um, yeah do ye old gravel pit and have it be <laughs> in the medieval tavern style
0: yeah do it uh, in like in like the the british like uh waddle and daub style of like you know the <laughs> old like you have like thatched roofs and like the the white tudor house yeah anyway yeah um no but what i want to talk about here is the central white rail which is something that does not get talked about anymore because we all thought they were going to build a BRT, making the Central Light Rail useless.
1: I'm scared now.
0: However, now that the Central li- now that they're building this new stupid, stupidly aligned but with the potential to not be so stupid uh, light rail line, there is a chance that the Central Light Rail would happen. Now you may ask, host of the Red Line Podcast, what is the Central Light Rail?
1: Oh God, that one. Yes, that, that one. That, oh boy.
0: So the Central Light Rail, UTA owns a lot of like unused rail along the Wasatch Front, but the most kind of what I would call promising segment is a segment that runs from Orem all the way to where the line in Lehigh is planned to end, along State Street in Utah County, which oh, is I going to talking be about something different. But that's even no, cooler. Which is going to be one of the you know which is. Along it, development is exploding, right? Utah County is expected to double in population in, like, the next 15 to 20 years, and most of it is going to be along this line. And so, basically, since this follows State Street directly to where UVX starts, the idea is that if they built this line, someday they could extend it all the way down there and have the light rail spine go, you know, throughout Utah County and then finally convert UVX into light rail and eventually take it further south as well.
1: And then screw... Is it LA? Who has the longest light and rail I don't think
0: we would beat them still.
1: Well You have to understand how too.
0: long... We would have to do a serious northern extension, but yeah. So, so... Really, what this, what this represents to me is, however stupid it is, a hope that someday there might be a decent freaking light rail service through Utah County.
1: Crazy. I'm going to say if they build the non-revenue connector, we're off to a pretty good start. Because even if they're building all the extra routing from uh, Draper Front Runner through the point to, to Lehigh, that um,
0: well, here's, is here.
1: relatively useless then at least we get the potential future connection. Oh, they're not
0: turning it into BRT.
1: This is true.
0: Which is my main thing. This Um, is true.
1: That's the only option that closes doors.
0: Yes. Um, And what I will say is that this does create, like their stupid draper alignment, does create the potential for a decent split off point because you don't want a, a light rail line that operates for two hours in one direction. You don't want that. So what you could do is have, you know in that area, right? You build a little line out to the Lehigh station, and then you have the south—the line that goes south from Salt Lake and there, and the line that goes north from Provo and in the point, which would be quite a decent operating pattern, actually. It's similar to what uh, Link White Rail will be doing when line three opens, I think.
1: Yeah, interesting. I'd also be curious to see how a uh, future red line extension would play into all this. Oh yeah,
0: because they do want to extend the red line to the point as well.
1: Honestly, pretty good idea. That's a very, very big transit desert. Yeah.
0: Um, One other thing I kind of wanted to mention with relation to this. I think we might be seeing somewhat of a change in paradigm about how UDOT is thinking about things.
1: Very, very, very slow change.
0: Well, even from a couple years ago, right? Because... You know, the reason we were all so worried about this whole Point of the Mountain thing is because UDOT was trying to force UTA to build a BRT there.
1: (laughs) Which would have been the dumbest crap ever.
0: (laughs) Which would have not been a great idea. Um, But UDOT isn't trying to force through BRT projects anymore like they have been for a very long time, trying just to convince every project needs to be BRT.
1: Mm, just broadly? they just now broadly. open to rail?
0: I think that they may now be open to rail, which could be very, very important.
1: Do you think this could be related to um, the legislature putting them in charge of a front-runner track construction? I
0: do not. I think that this is just a paradigm change in, first of all, the fact that The Bush administration and the Obama administration are no longer dumping money at BRT and BRT exclusively.
1: Thank you, Amtrak Joe.
0: Thank you, Joe Biden. Um, And secondly, the realization that the truly long-term success of our transit system has depended almost entirely on rail for the last 20 years, and that maybe that's something we should keep going.
1: Did not see that one coming.
0: No, me neither. Rail. Light rail right. is good? Question mark. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, that's my. Oh, you should also every here come, come look at this because it's freaking ridiculous, Kyle. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen.
1: There. Oh, is this the? This is the mag. Oh, that's the... this is
0: their ingenious plan for all the freeways and things that we need in Utah oh, County. Oh my God,
1: with two bridges over Utah Lake. I know. Uh, This is on page 15 of the MAG uh, 2050 plan.
0: Yeah, published in 2019. That is a lot of freeways.
1: (sighs) Because we got to develop the other side of the lake, too, and we clearly need this entire new parallel freeway. Oh,
0: and they're mad. Look, here's their... They're like, oh, no, look at our current road hierarchy. This is what the IT recommends, which is just a straight grid of, like...
1: (laughs) This isn't Texas.
0: I know. I can't believe, like... it's quite funny for IT to recommend that.
1: Are they just looking at this and uh, wait, wait, wait? You know how I made fun of you the other the other evening for um, My city playing skylines. playing city skylines and treating cities as a cool backdrop to run trains in. This document right here is the bloody like regional government's plan to treat a plot of land that millions of people live on as a cool background to bulldoze and run highways through just because highway cool and look at us do traffic engineering. The difference is that
0: I never demolished anything for a train track in city skylines.
1: (laughs) And you're also not working in real life. Blowing up real people's homes. You're
0: saying that I'm not ontologically evil? Yes. Interesting.
2: Um, How how much was... Uh, what's the projection for those bridges over Utah Lake? cuz <laughs> I seem oh. to remember it was about 10, 10 or 50 billion was it something it's like that It's a lot that? of
0: money I mean it's a bridge over quite a large
1: lake it's, it's gonna... like Yeah I don't know Yeah but
2: I it's... I remember it being like 15 billion or something like that something crazy But it's
1: not like a real navigable water or anything isn't it so can't you just do a lot of like more viaducty stuff lots of giant yeah, piles
0: Yeah or you could just run a ferry
1: Whoa! Or you could just not develop the west side of the lake. Because or you that would could be stupid. just develop
0: the west side of the lake and not build a freeway directly over the lake. Crazy! <laughs> My God, it's mostly they're, empty they're gonna out they're
2: there. gonna I'm develop. Not too
0: broken up over it being developed. It, it is literally just dead desert.
2: Yeah, I, don't, I they're gonna develop it. I I don't. I think they should send the red line down to Eagle Mountain. Yeah.
0: So, that's my various rantings about the point. Um, next item. on I have titled this quote, Ongoing Mysteries in SLC Transit. When will 2nd South be finished? They said spring.
2: <laughs> it's still not done?
0: Given that I haven't seen them tearing up anything recently. They still have a lot of work uh, to
2: do. I remember before I moved, <laughs> uh, moved up to Logan, it was expected to be done. Yes. Yeah. I was looking forward to biking on it.
1: Oh, the part they finished from second east up to the university is quite nice. There's only about three blocks where the bike lanes go to crap. Other than that, it's bloody great. Um, And maybe they'll come back and fix that
2: eventually Uh, if uh, we're lucky. uh, Are they replacing the gas main on 21st South as well? Oh, on 21st? No,
1: they're working on that right now. I was just in the other day. And they had the part of 21st South that goes from, like, Highland to 13th East. Those, like, two blocks. Part of that was only one car lane each way, and society didn't crumble.
0: Interesting. It was crazy. Sugar House residents (laughs) seething
2: right now. Um, Also- Yeah, my my parents aren't very happy about that, or my brother, and it's hard to explain to them that it will make pretty much no difference, it'll just be safer for everyone.
1: (sighs) Yeah.
0: Kids these days. Um, Oh, with regards to Sugar House, though, you guys seen the Sugar House Tower?
1: Uh, The one that's going to go on the Wells Fargo building? Well, it's not
0: going to go on the Wells Fargo building because there's too much neighborhood opposition. What?
1: That'd be a great location.
0: But it's too tall. It's going to ruin the character of the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, me when I'm walking around the neighborhood looking (laughs) straight up, you know, like I do every day.
0: Well, it's going to break some, you know, rich homeowner's view and Sugar House Coffee might have more customers coming on foot.
1: Wait, House Coffee is against
0: this. House Coffee has come out against. What this the building. hell are they on? Stupidity. Wait, really? Yes.
2: God. So, what well, how how many, how tall is this building going to be? It, it was like two. I, I haven't heard about it. It was this like two
0: hundred and thirty-five or something. It's bare. It's not even technically a skyscraper.
1: No big tower.
2: <laughs> okay, but for for Salt Lake, I don't know. That's like half Where's our Fargo tallest building? building. Well, I guess which is
1: not that tall.
2: Yeah. You know
0: the...
2: Um, yeah, oh, just like 450 or something. It's
0: like 20 stories. It's tall. It's a lot taller than most things in Sugar House, but not that tall. It's
1: really not that tall. And I really don't think you should be, like, choosing the future of an entire um, auxiliary urban, urban core, if you will, based purely on, wow, five people not might not like looking at this building once a month.
0: So anyway,
1: like housing first, aesthetics later.
0: Yeah, but it's not gonna get built, so it's fine. It's gonna get scaled back to an eight-story at most, probably. <sighs> okay. God. Yeah, whatever. Um, another news: Portland transit nightmares. Um, so there was a big snowstorm in the Pacific Northwest oh boy, here this we most recent- <laughs> Here we, here we this- go again. Here we go
1: again. We
0: have this story every year. Uh, There was a big snowstorm in the Pacific Northwest this most recent weekend, and uh, Max was closed, I believe, for three and a half days, which is an all-time record. Why? Because they don't have sanders on their vehicles, so they have to what? Really manually de-ice all the tracks and catenaries. What? Um, also, they Portland, <laughs> because they think that they never get snow for some reason, even though every year they have a horrible storm that incapacitates the entire city, thinks that they don't need snow plows. What? <laughs> so they don't uh, know how to plow roads. And their tracks downtown, you know, where they're kind of street running, uh, frequently get filled with ice because they don't,
1: have drainage? ice
0: or have good drainage. And so they have to manually dig them out.
1: This is the lowest hanging fruit I have ever seen in my life.
0: So Max is back open now, but it was a f- quite funny three days watching all my Portland Mutuals lose their shit because Max wasn't open.
1: We have the same train technology as them, except there's sanders in the trains, there's de- extra de-icing pantographs, and there's drainage. It's not hard.
0: Not rocket science. So, I don't know, maybe before building Better Red 2 or whatever, you should consider building the make max not break in or winter. Or maybe last
1: time they ordered new vehicles, they should have got sanders in de-icing pantographs.
0: Concept. Um, yeah. Alex, any comment on that one?
2: No, that's just that's just crazy. Yeah. Poor Portland.
0: Poor guys. Um, another item. Silicon Valley Bart gets bit in the ass again. San Jose Mayor Liccardo calls for the $12.2 billion line to be scaled back. Because as it turns out, building God's deepest subway through suburban San Jose is not a good idea.
1: Crazy. <laughs> now it's going to be elevated?
0: No, they just want to pull one station off the end so they can afford to build it. What? Isn't the
1: last station the best one? Yes. Damn. <laughs> Doesn't this kind of kill the cost-benefit?
0: Yes. Damn. But we can't have elevated trains. What
2: Wouldn't w- Wouldn't the last station be the actual connection? That's kind of the whole point.
0: No, that's the second-to-last station. This one is at, like, a major university and a okay. and downtown and such, which is...
2: <laughs> you know, generally, so back that's gen-
0: generally a good uh, predictor of ridership is when it's in a, a you know a historic downtown and next to a major university. I would say is a a good place to generate ridership from. But what do I know about transit? Mm.
2: Uh,
1: Nothing apparently. But yeah, so you know, <laughs>
0: it would be que- clearly since Bart has never been elevated anywhere. Um, it would be horrible for Bart to be elevated, so we're going to build the deepest tunnel in history and get rid of one of the most important stations instead uh, of doing that.
1: This irks me even more because Bart has some of the the nicest and lowest impact elevated viaducts out of like any system,
0: uh-huh. ever. Any like, we should say mainline metro. Yeah,
1: this is true. They're small. They're quiet. They frequently build greenways under them. Like, what more can you ask for?
0: Well, we can't have disruption of downtown San Jose, (laughs) which is famously, you know, poppin'. Um.
1: (laughs) Oh no, we might have to look at something. It's not like I go around looking at stuff all day.
0: Yeah, well, this thing might be made of concrete and have a train on it, and that's just too much. <laughs> it's, not li- <laughs> it's not
1: like San Jose residents go around <laughs> looking at those all day.
0: <laughs> no. No no one in, you know, California has ever seen a concrete viaduct before.
1: Um, how does BART <laughs> get into uh, San Jose Diradon on the peninsula side? Wait, no, sorry, on the other side. It doesn't. Wait, no, it doesn't. It just goes most of the way, and this is the project. I forgot. Sorry, there's too many colored lines on that map. I,
0: I do enjoy how abundant transit is in the Bay Area. I just wish they would coordinate it.
1: Well, LMAO <laughs> even.
0: So, yeah. Um, Caltrain
1: Gauntlet tracks one.
0: And, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, and now, um, so Mayor Licardo, the guy who called for it to be scaled back, uh, has historically been its biggest supporter, and was the person who pushed for it to be made into an underground mega project instead of a relatively simple elevated
1: extension. Mm. So um, I'm hoping there aren't any ill intentions here.
0: My face when the leopards eating faces project eats my face.
1: Crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I, it just blows my mind that it's twelve billion dollars. Yeah, you could build. We could do so much with twelve billion dollars. You could
0: build two new UTAs with that.
2: We could finally get a train to Logan. We could get base tunnel. A
0: couple of trains to Logan for that amount of money, actually. So,
1: two separate parallel trains to Logan. Let's do it the highway planning way. Sure.
0: Why not, man?
1: You dot when they build Sardine Pass to Electric Boogaloo?
0: Oh, that would be fun. Well, I would, fun. I would go. I would take that every day, <laughs> just for fun.
1: Sardine Pass double decker one.
0: Yeah, this is why I get free, um, free transit. Oh, oh, you want to put like the Embarcadero freeway through Sardine Pass? Yeah, that's
2: a very stupid idea.
1: I know. That's why I said it. Um,
2: that, that's a great idea.
1: Hey, and Alex would know more than you do. Then
2: you don't have to do snow removal on the lower <laughs> level. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the upper deck o- open summers only you
0: know if I would actually be <laughs> on board with turning I-15 through downtown Salt Lake City into a double decker freeway because, because it would reduce the footprint in a while for construction of more housing Huh?
1: <laughs> would be funny
0: and it would be quite funny yes to build a yeah. double decker freeway in 2024
2: yeah I think the the problem would be making it stand up during the big earthquake that's coming at some point. That's okay.
1: You don't have the budget for that.
0: Yeah, we'll just throw a couple extra going in at him for it.
1: Yeah, easy.
0: <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry, I had a a yawn there. Um, next item. So Kathy, my favorite, uh, Kathy Hochul. She's the governor of New York State, uh, has just given $7.3 billion to the MTA for their capital program, which includes money for IBX.
1: Wait, million or billion?
0: Billion. Damn. New York State's economy is larger than Canada.
1: I Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> that's that, that's Actually, cool. Actually, <laughs>
0: the New York City metro area's economy is larger than Canada. New yeah. York uh, State's metro area, or excuse me, GDP is probably larger than the United Kingdom. Wow.
1: Is IBX still going to be a light rail?
0: Yes, it is. Low floor. And the uh. reason they're doing that is to avoid a single grade separation near a cemetery. Bruh. I wish if they would do it with high floor light rail, I would have like two-thirds less objections to this. Because I can understand uh. not wanting to, you know, potentially desecrate a Jewish cemetery in the most Jewish city in the world.
1: Okay, fair. But high floor light <laughs> rail. Or Why can't they just run the subway through the Great crossing? Like, just have the gas. It's not the a grade mile.
0: crossing. It's going to be street running for about a block and a half. So, mm. you know. Great. Um, I love America. I love living here. Uh, that's all of my news items. Anybody else got anything interesting to talk about? No? Okay. Uh, Phoenix. Um, oh, no. go on, Alex. Um,
2: I, I was just saying no. I don't have anything interesting.
0: Phoenix pretty soon actually is opening their newest light rail extension, which will have their first elevated stop.
2: Whoa. We
0: almost went to that. Then didn't. Then we didn't. Um,
1: See you guys the next one.
0: Yeah, we're going to Seattle for the line two opening, I think. so.
1: That'll be cool.
0: Come with us.
1: And hey, it's Seattle, not Phoenix. No, that's yeah. Phoenix it's, enjoyers. I am personally yeah. looking
0: much forward, <laughs> much more forward to th- a trip to Seattle over Phoenix. To be honest with you,
2: um, that's just me. Uh, I I am in agreement with that. Um, yeah, nothing against Phoenix, but kind of. But everything against but Phoenix, not, Phoenix. Yeah. Not, now, if only they'd really, finish the bloody Amtrak
1: yeah. to Seattle.
0: Oh, that would be nice. Instead, we're gonna take forty-two hours. <laughs> I am planning to go to Seattle on the train. Yeah,
1: fair enough.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but it is 42 hours, so we might have to reconsider that.
1: <laughs> we'll throw some Am Snacks in the budget.
0: <laughs> we're going to have to throw a lot of the stuff in the budget if we're going to... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one a lot. There's, there's some decent rail openings this year. Um, Calgary Green Line stuff, some more Edmonton openings, so... We'll see. Oh, and and some more REM openings. So we'll see if we make it to any of those. Um, That'd be cool. It would be cool. We should. We're trying to be miles in transit, but different, is what I'm saying here. And actually go to things that open.
1: That sounds not like miles in transit. I know. This is a terrible comparison.
0: (laughs) Silence. One of the worst I've ever heard Silence communist. Um
2: maybe we can um maybe if we go on a trip we can film some episodes of our other upcoming podcast.
1: oh that's a good idea actually
0: (laughs) i do have one more item and that item is slurm
1: oh wait before you do that i can just budget buy another of those little audio recorders and we can just record live on location
0: we can record live on the train we should we should go to when we go to Seattle here th- keep this in the in the actual podcast uh-huh. when we go to Seattle on our 42 hour train trip we will record podcast episodes on Amtrak sure with you know the rant we'll do it in the lounge bar that- with random ass people who can join in at any given time
1: sounds good to me
2: that that sounds great if we can budget yeah. two more of the audio
1: recorders we can do it.
0: how many do we have currently
2: two the, this sounds fantastic, actually, and then we we could also film the B roll on the train yes. and have it be real time as we well. We will have so much. B-roll. So we, we can point stuff out, and people will know what we're pointing we,
0: at. I'm gonna actually start preparing like a list of like five episodes that we can record yeah. on our trip to Seattle.
1: And especially since Alex, now that you're in Logan, I think there's a lot more value we can add by doing live on location podcasts. True.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, hmm. anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm excited Fun things about that. coming for the future <laughs> of the Red Line podcast. Podcast. Um, oh, and also, we have merch now. We have a merch store. It's yeah. open. It has, it has some stickers. It has some buttons. They're cheap. You should buy them.
1: You should. I'm still not happy with how it looks, but you can absolutely buy all of the products.
0: And we'll send it to you.
1: This is true. We will not mail. just
0: steal your money.
1: We will send it to you. We will
0: definitely not steal your money. And we
1: have some stock now, so we can fulfill probably some small orders. Yeah. Um, you, you still have all, all the stickers in a known location, right?
0: Oh, yeah. They're in my car.
1: You should grab them I, and I put them on the shelf with all, all the other merch. Too.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah. They're in, you know, the center console in my uh-huh. car, the one with the little... That's where you hide all the merch. I, All the stickers are in there.
1: No further question. I
0: took a lot of them to Boise to give to relatives. Oh, fair enough. Um also final thing Sorry. well i've got oh
2: go on alex oh i was just gonna say i've got my pins on my backpack now <laughs> and um i'm very happy with them Woo.
0: very exciting
2: they're, they're they're actually higher quality than i i thought they would be they're a lot more legible and ha huh. the printing was pretty good Go so. go us
0: yeah Oh, and our cost snake uh, sticker was endorsed by the person who came up with the idea of the cost snake on Twitter. So. Oh, really? Yes. All right. So keep oh, that was? in mind, yeah. Cool. Um, Sweet. They live in China, so that's cool. Our sticker is in- endorsed by someone from another country, and therefore you should buy it. Wow. And I believe... We're international, baby. Yeah. Uh, as you know, the Red Line podcast donates a certain portion of, our pr- of all revenues to the Utah Transit Riders Union. Um, I believe it's something like 10% of last year's income we donated. So, you know, you should give us money. And some of it, at least, some of it will go to us making fun things. Other of it will go to making transit better. woo So.
1: We should carve out, like, an extra little bit for City Nerd, too.
0: Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll give City Nerd 1% of our income. <laughs> just so that we can get exclusive access to his Patreon content. Um,
1: Wow, that sounds like a pretty good deal. (laughs)
0: This sounds like the pyramid scheme of Patreons. (laughs) This sounds like
1: Patreon making a crap ton of money off transaction fees.
0: Very true. Um, I have one more thing to talk about, and that is Slurm. Uh, You may recognize this from Futurama if you, like me, are a Futurama fan. Um, But I just... Was talking with a friend of mine on Twitter the other day about American Plaza. You know the weird kind of <laughs> oh god the liminal yeah. plaza behind the American yep. towers. I don't
1: think I've actually been through that, not with wheels attached to me in some form or other.
0: Oh, I use it all the time to get home from work. But oh, there you go. Um, it's a great cut through. Besides this, but we were talking about it, and he jokingly said. Oh, hey, we should have a monthly meetup there where we just meet up at American Plaza <laughs> and go do fun urbanism things. And I was like, you know what? Why the hell not? And and I've been thinking about like this thing that we did in Portland, which is called Max Tot Meetups or yeah. something. It's like Max Stout means for Transit-Oriented Teens or something. It was very fun. It was nice to just go do stupid shit with other transit fans. And so... That is the plan with Slurm. Uh, We're going to have a meetup on the first Saturday of every month, and we're going to go do something stupid. It's not an advocacy thing. It's just for fun. Sounds
1: Um, good.
0: Our first ever one will be, um, I don't think this will be out by then. Saturday, February 3rd, we're going to do a walking tour of downtown hosted by me because I know lots of things about downtown.
1: Hey, maybe if the the grounds clear, I'll show up on skates just for kicks. Yeah, that would be
0: cool. And then Saturday, February 2nd, or Um, excuse me, Saturday, March.
1: You make the damn calendar.
0: Saturday, March 2nd, we're going to meet up there at American Plaza at 7.30 p.m. And we're going to attempt to do the Provo Shuffle, i.e. riding (laughs) Amtrak from Provo to Salt Lake City. So you should join us. It's a lot of fun. Um, It's just fun. So just come do it. Yeah
1: we we get to take the really, really long bus route all the way down, Scenic Tour? I've not done that one before.
0: We could do that. Um, I was just planning to take Front Runner because that takes like four hours.
1: Oh, That's... right. We don't have to go on Sunday. Yeah, it's on
0: a Saturday.
1: Sorry, I forgot Amtrak ran every day of the week. Yeah, let's just do it on Saturday. That's a much better idea. Because <laughs> it's just a little short, you know, I'm tracks ride to Front
0: Runner, then Front Runner to Provo, and then we can get like...
1: I'm still recovering from your old work schedule when you were only ever free on Sundays.
0: Assuming that the train, well, now I'm not free on Sundays. Um, oh, great, perfect. We can assume that the train will be late so we should have time to get dinner as well. well
1: um, <laughs> okay, and if we don't then we can buy, we can have amp snacks. Amp snacks.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, come to Slurm, follow Slurm on Twitter. There's a website as well. So,
1: Woo. Yeah. It's going to be
0: fun. Oh, oh, and one more thing with regards to Slurm. Uh, so, I am not going to be. So, I'm hosting the first two events, but I'd like to invite all of the other transit nerds of Salt Lake City to come up with fun things that they would like to do for Slurm. I would so like
1: us to do less work.
0: I would, yes, I would like that as well. <laughs> um, so, if you want to email the Slurm at um, slurmslc at gmail.com. You can email us ideas for events, and you can potentially host our fun things every month. So you're, anyway.
1: you're a computer user of many Gmail accounts. What can I say?
0: Oh, you want to look at my current Gmail thing?
1: Oh,
2: oh my god!
0: <laughs> this one has two in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh great! <laughs> I
2: have to say, I'm very glad you went with slurm and not slum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could have also
0: gone with Slur, which I think is equally bad. <laughs> Salt Lake urbanist,
2: <laughs> but no, it stands for Salt Lake urbanist. Yeah, up, you could so. have gone Slur. So I, yeah, but and I, I, I was wondering if that was a Futurama. It reference, is a Futurama. I'm very glad it was. It is on. a
0: Futurama reference. Yeah, which is why I put the Slurm logo on the train in the little.
1: Hey, should we have the <laughs> podcast donate some Slurm pins?
0: Yeah, that would be fun. We should make some Slurm pins.
1: Only problem is that is like very copyrighted.
0: We'll make our own rendition. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so that's the whole episode. Any other things people would like to add? I'll take that as a no. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and to follow and leave us a rating on iTunes and Spotify. If you like what we do here, please consider becoming a member on Patreon. Patrons receive early access to all of our regular content, as well as exclusive episodes and occasional merch drops. Speaking of patrons, We're
1: I did not have to pull that up again because I'm stupid. Yeah, well, I I read ahead a little bit, and you are smart. Ha! Like, Kyle is the like real Alice. smarty
0: smarticle particle on this <laughs> what podcast. <the> fuck? <laughs> uh, at front
1: runner to Logan, here.
0: Sure, front runner to Logan to your double tracked and electrified. Of course, we have Zach Adams. At, at
1: um at, at Utah Lake Channel Tier.
0: At Utah Lake Channel Tier, sure. I think you mean the Trans Utah Tube. Um,
1: well, that would only apply if we used a moose tube. Nobody said we had to.
0: It's the Trans Utah Tube. <laughs> because Utah hates trans people right now, so it's funny to call it that. Um, I do agree. Moving on, uh, we have generic GT at the Trans Utah Tube. At regular frontrunner tier, we have Curtis Herring, Devin Zander, McKay Ransom, Mike Christensen, Phobos2390, and Tony Stuntz.
2: And at our redline tier, we have Brian Smith, Christopher Whaley, DJ... I will. Elijah Kensler, G4, Jacob Whitecotton, Jesse Mayo, Reluctant LA Resident, and Robert P. Walsh.
1: At uh, the uh, Blue Line to Orem tier, $3, we have Alex Dykelski, Alice M.Y.O.B., Ben Busath, Bradley Bondy, Ethan McDonald, Evelyn, Gonzo12, Jack McCoskey, Martin Hacker Martinez, Matt Gray, Oliver, Seth, Sky Likowski, and Zach Fristott.
0: And at um, Green Line... Oh, I didn't mention this in the episode, but Green Line is currently the Most Written Tracks line as of December tier. What? Uh, we have...
1: That's so cursed. <laughs>
0: Andrea Levine, Benjamin Wood, John Heron Gorman, Joshua S. Horvath, and Kapil. It was only for December. It The red line will regain its okay. position of dominance. How is the blue
1: line still doing so bad?
0: Because it sucks.
1: It shouldn't suck. They should make it not by having development.
0: Because all the buses that used to make it good are gone.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So,
0: and it was always the most downtown-oriented line, and downtown commuting is not as big of a thing anymore. So,
1: even less now that you can't even get get on the train because there's no bus.
0: Correct. So this has been the Red Line podcast, Dude. featuring such hosts as Kyle, me, Alex, and occasionally guests.
2: Well, um, if, if either of you have ideas for maps you want to see. I'm having a lot of fun in GIS class. Oh. Making custom I maps. Have, I can make maps.
1: So if we want to discuss yeah. like a hypothetical alignment instead of uh, Sophie drawing it up in Google My Maps, you can make like a bougie one. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Don't shit on Google um, My Maps.
2: There's also there's also a network analysis uh, tool in ArcGIS where you can do like ridership, cost, demand... You wow. can make pretty much your own transit network.
1: Are you able to import um, all the uh, stuff from the UTA open data portal?
2: Yep. Yeah, it's all because they, they they use ArcGIS. That's quite so coded. It's all on ArcGIS online.
1: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, play around with that more. I don't know Very where fun. we want to take it, but...
2: I don't know. if If we ever just want a map for the episode... I can just make us one that we can use. That would be great.
1: High quality (laughs) one that we made.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, you could actually start by um, making the alignment they want to do for light rail on the point, like the latest one that goes from Draper Frontrunner to uh, the mall. Do I know where in all the study documents to find that alignment? No, but good luck. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't lay notes
1: so. and then you know you could like dotted line on that the non-revenue connector and the Orem extension and like put the front runner relocations and all that but that'd be cool well
2: yeah and I can mess around with stuff and predict my own ridership <laughs> numbers and yeah
1: play around with that because I, I think that'd I be really, really relevant for this episode we could if also
0: I rem- spread pro-transit misinformation
1: we could do that too
2: um, yeah. <laughs> but for this episode it's if I remember I'll make
1: you some time cues for putting stuff on screen
2: Yeah, sounds good. Um, Yeah, it's just the more I get to use GIS, the more I can say I've done, and the better jobs I can get. Whoa.